All right, what's going on, everybody? It is another week, another episode, another day. Where should I play that? This is episode 35. This is your boy, Chris, and we're here for another episode. It may be, this may be, you know, a 98-minute episode. This may be another two-hour episode. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? We'll see when we get there. Spoiler alert. If you, I mean, at this point, you probably already see how long this episode is. So tell us in the comments whether or not you believe us, whether it's going to be team 90 minutes or team two hours. What do you, what do you guys see? What, what do you guys think? I guess it, it, at this point, it doesn't matter because now I'm pretty sure you're looking at it. But that's besides the point. This week, I have, uh, I got Rod in the building. What's going on, Rod? How you doing? Good, man. Good. It's, you know, yet another week, yet uh, another another day in paradise, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had a real snafu with my passwords uh, last week. Almost got locked out of everything. So I think oh. that was one of one of your uh, I don't know commandments or something. Like, listen, man, I'm telling. Hey, what, I might I I might bring it back up. Who knows? Oh no, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> because because obviously obviously you didn't take any note to you know wait did I have anything about passwords? I, that's the thing is that I don't I don't remember you do having it and I was here for thirty something weeks and hearing it I would think that I would remember it um and I'm not I'm not recalling anything about passwords though. Well, guess what I I have them all written down somewhere. Let me at some point I'm gonna find them during this episode and we'll we'll look through it we'll talk we'll talk about it we'll talk about it. Sure sure. <laughs> but, but yeah other other than that it's it's been solid man I've 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 played a I have played a video game that I'm extremely excited to talk about today. So nice. Yeah. How about you? I too have played a video game. I have. Um, but before we jump into video games, like I just, I just also want to talk about. You know, I, I feel like every now and then we do this at the beginning of shows. You know, yeah. the, you know, I, we'll sort of jump into like what we've been watching as well. But I, I sort of want to, I sort of want to shout out the the CW. And the CW verse, the Arrowverse, you know that's going on right now. Uh, um, the Crisis on Infinite Earths—they're really hyping that up this season on all of the shows. Um, I haven't watched Black Lightning yet, but hopefully there's somewhat like teasing that on that show. What is it like to... six shows now that they have up there? It yeah, it's up there. Uh, Arrow, Flash, um, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Supergirl, Batwoman, Batwoman yeah. yeah, and then uh, Black Lightning. So yeah, six shows. But you know, this is this uh, you know go around in this season. Uh, this is gonna be Arrow's last season, mm. and, and um, this season is sort of like it's cut short. It's about like I think they're saying ten episodes. We're already episode. We're already in episode two at this point, and man, like they're they they're putting everything into like this this last season like there are a lot of like uh a lot of you know fan service a lot of like bringing back old people like when you have a last season for a show and a show that's been going on for this long you sort of have to go you sort of have to go above and beyond for your last season of but, course you gotta yeah. want to go out on a high note right yeah so i i just want to say that you know the Arrowverse. They they're doing what the DC universe could never do, like at all. Which I mean, which isn't really saying much, but I'm just really happy about like you know what's been confirmed for the crossover. And 
I mean, I feel like at this point they they're announcing a lot of people that you know is going to show up for this crossover. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking a lot of these people are just going to be like you know quick cameos. They'll be on the screen for a second. They may say something. They may say something cool. Um, maybe. Maybe. They might just look into the camera. But <laughs> I I think I don't know. I just feel like for for a TV show. TV budget, like they're they're doing some really cool things. Nice, yeah, that that that's pretty good. You know, I've been. It, it's funny that you're mentioning like you know the CW and just TV in general because, you know, like I've I haven't watched a lot of television this year. Like a lot of my favorite shows kind of went off the air like earlier this year or last year. Like The Americans uh, went off, um, which was an amazing show, but. Like right now, I'm not really watching a whole lot, but that did kind of change this past week because uh, Watchmen came on HBO and that mm-hmm. was phenomenal, phenomenal. Like I haven't seen a pilot like that in a very long time. It's great. So, so it's definitely worth is worth the watch. Is that what you're a- saying? Absolutely, a hundred and ten percent. Like even if you've never seen or or uh, like the movie or read the comic, like I've I've done both, so I, I kind of am aware of the source material. But they do enough to kind of confuse you whether you're a reader or not. <laughs> to be honest, like uh, well, not confuse you, but but to intrigue you. Um, you know, it, and uh, it's by Damon Lindelof, the same guy who, you know, came up with Lost. Uh, he wrote uh, The Leftovers, which I'm a big fan of. Um, so, yeah, like this this guy is going for the three-peat right now. Mm. And, uh, yeah, this this show is really great. It's got a little bit of something for everybody, too, um, especially if you're a comic book fan. It actually – the original Watchmen comic is actually a deconstruction of comic book stories. So if you are a fan – you should watch it or or check it out. Um, Do you? Because I I heard that it's um it's based on the comic more yes. so than the than the actual movie. So like I guess. Yes. Or so what you're saying is like if you want to do you, do you feel like if you if you're gonna watch the show should you read the comic first? I think you should. I mean the comic is much much better than the film. Zack Snyder did the film. I'm not like a huge fan of it. People people know that. You know I I think his work is is has merit. It's it's fine. You know he he's got a couple you know good movies. He's got a couple movies I li- I like. Um but. You know, he's not my favorite filmmaker, um, but... Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All that shit. So, like, you know, I, I don't love the, the Justice League stuff that, you know, he's done, but, um, but you know, whatever. I, I, I like Man of Steel. It has its moments. That's really cool. Um at points <laughs> but yes i would say if you don't have the time to read the comic or if you just don't like reading in general at which point i would say shame on you but you know i you can watch the movie i would say uh, the ending is different so you would want to like kind of read about like why the ending of the comic or the movie is different from the comic but other than that i think you could watch the movie and be mostly fine um so yeah you, you, but even if you didn't, like, you can totally go into the show blind and it'd be fine. Nice. I feel like it's, it's just a good time to, just in general, like, I, I don't even want to say, like, be a nerd or a geek or anything, but, like, there's a lot of good stuff that's out right now, you know? Not only do we have, like, a, a, like, a plethora of games that's being released, especially, you know, uh, by the time this episode comes out, two big titles are dropping, but, um, you know, if you're if you're into anime, 
you know, our, our fall enemy is starting to drop. Uh, My Hero Academia uh, is back. Um, I think where they, at this point, they're one episode. They just came back. The uh, first episode aired last, yeah, last Saturday. Week. Yeah, yeah, last week. So, um, it, it, no, it's cool. It was a recap episode, but at the same time, the way they did it is like, they did it in a way where, like, I, I read the manga, so what happens in this episode doesn't happen in the manga. Right. But that's right. more or less because of it's, since it's a recap episode, they're giving, like, a reason why they're telling the story again. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's a way, I mean, it's a, it's a kid's show, for, you know, it's a teenager's show for, like, grade schoolers basically so they're not going to remember anything it's Mm -hmm. been it's been way over a year um you know since the last time that it came out and i don't mean to say that to denigrate the show like i i enjoy it you know i'm a grown-ass man and i like it um but you know it's it you know it it is to cater to them it's also to to get newcomers on if they don't want to go through three seasons of show they can just kind of hop on here and kind of understand what's going on um obviously it's encouraged to just check out everything that's happened before but uh but yeah i mean it's cool like the recap i wish that they didn't do the recap episodes honestly but if they have to they do a decent job of 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 just the whole thing because it's like they come up with a like you said an anime original like plot line where it's not just like clips from previous seasons that's just stitched together like they try and do a really good job to like organically tell you what's been happening uh, in the story so far yeah and and like and quick shout out to um it's a there's a guy on youtube like he he he, he made like a lot of videos on um he made a lot of like uh like fight videos like he like he He's like a cinematographer, a director, and, uh, he's at his work. He's actually worked on, um, like some movies. Like, I think he did the fight scene for, um, what is that movie called? Um, I know he did some fight scenes for, uh, Solo. He did some fight scenes for, um, it's, 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 what's that movie? Sort of like, it's not James Bond, but it's like, uh, they they have two movies. Uh, Kingsman. Kingsman. There it is. I couldn't, I couldn't oh, okay. remember. That. Yeah. But yeah. Out of did, all uh, the movies, I could have guessed. I don't know how I got that dead on, and you really didn't narrow it down. I really, much. I really, yeah, I really didn't <laughs> at all. You did a really good job. But um, yeah. Um, I think it's uh, Christopher Cowan. He um, he has a YouTube channel. Mm. Uh, Riven X 3i. Um, oh did, yeah. Yeah, he did like Street oh. Fighter. He did like a promo for Street Fighter. He did um like I think he, did, he actually did a promo for Street Fighter Cross um Tekken. Oh like, yeah. So he, he does professional. I didn't know that. That makes a <laughs> lot more sense now. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and like when you look at his old videos and then you look at like these scenes that he worked on in the movies, like it makes sense now. Yeah, but, yeah. but he actually he did a um he did like a, a mini mini series for My Hero Academia where it's uh it's U A L A. So it's like yeah, it's like what if the school was uh you know over in the states as well, and it's it's really good, it's really good stuff. Nice, very nice. Uh, so yeah, so definitely check that out. Um, if you're into like just cool videos, if you're into My Hero Academia especially, um, it's a really nice video. Like I, I when it came out, I was like, yo, like I'm hype. I'm, and it came out around the same time. Yeah. Um, 
my hero's coming back. So it definitely got me excited to get back into that. I started, I got so excited. I, I caught back up on the manga and not only are you guys in for a treat for this particular season that's coming up, but man, like it's, uh, things, shit's finna get real hmm. down the road. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. It's a show that I really like. It's, 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 um, it's comfort food for me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, My Hero isn't like a groundbreaking, you know, a game changer anime, but it doesn't really need to be. Like, it's perfectly fine and adequate doing what it does. And it does it really well. Like, the animation in it is, is very, very good, especially for a seasonal show. So, like, I, I, and it's got a lot of heart to it. That's what I appreciate about it. And I think show. that's what I love about it, too. Cause, like, I know that some people, some people, like, I guess, ruin fandoms because they hype things up too much. Yeah. I hype up everything. So, listen, like, if I, if it's, if it sounds like I'm going to, like, I'm going too hard for this, uh, this show, uh, just, just know that, like, I, I just get passionate about things, but mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes that ruins it for people because, like, someone would hype up something so much and then yeah. they'll go into it and they're like, yo, this isn't, this is, this is cool, but it isn't that cool. So, right. um, definitely go into my hero like that. You know, it's not like you said, it's not game, like game changing or anything like that, but it's good. It's good. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, it's the end of October. Like, are you feeling spooky yet? Uh, you know, there have been Halloween party invites. There have been, you know, my workplace is decked out in Halloween gear. Um, I, I'm a part of some pumpkin carving thing. Uh, like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the season is definitely upon us for sure. I'm, I'm feeling it. I would say, like, I enjoy the season. I don't dislike it really at all, but my favorite time of the year is like literally the day after Halloween all the way up to like New Year's. <laughs> like, it, it, that's Damn. like my, my favorite. Yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> and I can, and, and I can, I can see that. Well, at least for me, I, my, my favorite season is actually this like October 1st all the way up until, uh, I guess like the first, after the first week of New Year's. Yeah. Yeah, and it's cool. Like you know, Halloween is is perfectly fine. I really do like Halloween. I don't want to seem like I'm some like curmudgeon who's just like, yeah, bah, Halloween. Like you know, definitely not. You know, it's cool, but there's just something about like November and December that I I really enjoy. I think it's just like the fact that I'm looking forward to these holidays where I'm generally like with friends and family. Like it's like they're wholesome holidays. You know, like I really. Love that. Halloween is, oh well. Is, maybe is, I'm Hall- is, is Halloween wholesome? No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Is that okay. like, no, like November and December oh, are like, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, um, October is full of debauchery. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. go to a club on Halloween. It's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. You know, Halloween's cool. Like it, it is neat. Let me ask you this: Are you are you team candy corn or team fuck candy corn? No, candy corn all the way. Yeah. Can't, why not? Why would I be anti candy corn? Are you anti candy corn? I'm a listen. I'm a I'm a fat ass. <laughs> I was actually hoping that you're anti candy corn so you could have a back and forth. But no, yeah. I'm, I'm team candy corn. I, it's weird. There's a lot of, that's like a thing online where people are like, oh my God, who, who eats this stuff? And while they're like making a big deal about this, I'm literally behind them eating candy corn. So 
Yeah, so, okay, candy corn, yeah, let's get into that, because I, I don't, I, first of all, I love candy corn. You can eat candy corn by the dozens, and maybe you shouldn't, but I do, and it's great. You know, like, I, there's something about the aftertaste that I love, too. Like, when you bite into it, it's like, it's not sweet, but it's got a very distinct flavor that it, I appreciate. It's not the texture, it's like, it's sort of like, um, sort of like the texture, like, after you bite into it, it's like the texture of eating uh, icing. I think that's what it is for me. Ooh, yeah. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, it is. Huh. Yeah, like it's I, – I don't know. It's weird. I feel like people online will will take something and just run with it, and then some people are – you know, they're so into, like, being part of the crowd that they sort of follow along. That, yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's what I feel about it because I mean candy corn has done nothing wrong to me. Like I'm I've always been team candy corn. Uh, you know I I I finally remember like in like elementary school, uh, getting like you know like a little baggie for Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, in class and just like yo I'm like yo fuck the Snickers like where is the candy corn? Yeah, like, it'd be, it'll be like sprinkled in the bottom of the bag and I eat it. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like every that's getting eaten first. Like, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest, um, and a lot of times, you know, I, you know, in, in hindsight, this was probably really bad, but I would get candy corn that was just raw. Like it wasn't even in a bag. It was just raw candy corn. This is wild um, candy corn. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just consuming it just relentlessly. Um, you know, it's funny though. I don't, now that you're saying that as a child, I can't like remember like, Having like a bag that's just yeah. specifically candy corn. Yeah. It's totally like out in the wild that I'm eating candy corn. Yeah. And, oh. and cause a lot of kids would just like think that candy corn is like this thing of, um, like it's, it's like the, like the apples of Halloween candy. You know, like, like nobody wants to get fruit for Halloween. Like, it, you know, I'm not going to go to that house if they give me, you know, bananas or something. I can get bananas anywhere, you know, you, at any time. Do you think they make candy corn on a cob? Is that a thing? Oh my God. Okay, we gotta edit that part out because that could be a million dollar seller right there. That's it. That's that's Shark Tank worthy. You know, yeah. Um, huh. uh, but you know, there's a couple. So two things, two food items about the like the fall season. One of which I love unequivocally. So as soon as Halloween ends, I'm gonna be in my local grocer just like searching for this. And the other thing I do not understand at mm-hmm. all. So the thing that I absolutely don't understand, because we talked about candy corn already, love it. But the thing I just cannot understand every every time October rolls around is pumpkin spice. Anything pumpkin spice. I, I don't get it. It, it. I'm in the minority. I understand this. I've accepted this in my heart. But I don't understand pumpkin things. Like, I, I don't eat well, a lot of pumpkins. See, I, I know we specifically have a rule on this podcast to not be problematic, but I think this is where I'm going to mess up. But oh, I think no. it's just, I just don't think it's in our demographic. I think that's why oh, we don't get it. No, no, <laughs> this way. Um, uh, I mean, but is it, I feel like that statement in itself is, it's problematic, but at the same time, everyone's nodding their heads right now. Look, I am. I, I'm, am I right? Or am I right? I am. I'm, I'm, or am I white? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. Uh, I will, I, I will say, I will say that I was going to use Starbucks as an example because pu- pumpkin spice, because like, I go to Starbucks like, you know, spe- like every now and then, not, and I don't get like, 
I usually don't even get like the coffee to be honest. Like I just get like some sugary shit. Um, cause I, that's, you know, I treat it like a milkshake place, honestly. Like I get a, give me a caramel crunch, uh, frappuccino, goddammit. Um, and, and that's, that's what I stick to. But the pumpkin, I've tried the pumpkin spice latte. It's just not for me. I don't like the taste of pumpkin in my drink. I, I just, I don't. And I don't really like the taste of pumpkin all that much in general. Like it's not the worst, but I don't, you know, pumpkin pie's alright. But that's kind of where I draw the line. Like, I don't really eat anything outside of pumpkin pie. That's pumpkin related. Like, I like candles, you know, uh, Bed Bath and Beyond or Bath and Body Works or whatever. And, um, you know, I'll, at, at, around fall time. I was going to say, that's not my, that's not my choice of candles either, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Would, yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't want to walk in my room and it smells like pumpkin. I don't want that. Yeah, I think it's it's C tier at best. C tier. Yeah, yeah. I would say C minus. I put that thing at C minus. Not my thing. Not my jam. Um so that's the thing I don't like. And the thing I do love is eggnog. Mmm. Yeah, we are mm. oh, damn. You just reminded me. Like I, I might have fucked up already. I think if so people tell me that if I want to really make a good eggnog, like I should have I should have like started making it at this point, I think. Oh, like like home brewed? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Is it is it too late for me to like start getting things together now? Or I mean, I, think I, should, be fine. I should be fine. Yeah, you should be fine. You should be fine. Uh, there is a, a brand Bowlers Bolins, I think, or something like that. Uh, it has the cow like on the front of it. It's like mm-hmm. red background, yellow, and with the cow. And yeah. um, to me, they make the best eggnog, like the best like man, like wide manufacturing, uh, you know, brand like for eggnog. It's it's really fucking good. And I get like no joke, Chris. I probably bought like I want to say like fifth, but somewhere between fifteen to twenty like one gallon bottles. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over, I, over a span of time, not all at once. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Over a span of time. My name is Rod. I have a problem. Um, so yeah, like it is, yeah, it's really good. I love like, it's like, it. there's something about like the thick nature of it. It's like milk, but it's like thicker than milk and it tastes like ice cream, but it's not like super soupy. Because it's, it's thick and like, I, I don't know. It's, it, it tastes really, really good. So, eggnog's funny. I, I wasn't team eggnog until I became an adult and yes. had, had real eggnog. So, oh, like the one with alcohol? Yeah. Okay. So, eggnog with alcohol is fine, but like most people swear by it and they'll say like, I only drink eggnog with alcohol and like, that's not, that's not me. Like I, I like the shit plain, and I'll. Oh, just, so, so, yeah. so you're the purest. You're I'm like, pure. I just, I love the, you love the flavor of it. Yeah, straight from the tea, baby. Oh, like that's, wow. yeah, <laughs> like that's, like that's, it's, it's just straight up, no bullshit added. Like I don't need anything else. It's just, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you know, I'll take a good, you know, um, whiskey mix or something, but like, I, I can drink it straight up, and it's fine. I love it. I it is my favorite part of the holidays. Favorite. Yeah. No what? Yeah. I mean this is this what a time to be alive. It's a good time. We got great TV, we got great movies coming out, yep. and great video games. So we're gonna use that segue to sort of like stay on the whole spooky train. Um so before we even get into that, guys, you know, 
this is a video game podcast, so we're going to go ahead and jump into the video games. Um, I do want to shout out everyone that's been following us on social media. So if you haven't already, uh, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, but you know, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. However, you're listening to this show. Um, it definitely, if you want to help us out though, uh, leave us a, uh, like a really good review on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. That really helps out the show. It helps us, you know, uh, it helps us expand our reach. Um, but then also if, you know, you see these posts anywhere, uh, see it on Facebook, see it on Instagram, go ahead and throw it, throw it on your story, uh, throw it, share it on your timeline. Stuff like that helps, you know, it, what, you know, it, it helps the brand. It really does. It helps, you know, uh, it helps our reach. So, yeah. um, yeah, just recently, just recently we got constructive criticism that I personally like took to heart and, and take it seriously. Um, and you know, both, positive and negative and, and we really really value that exactly so um and you know what and i think the person there they're tuning in now so we appreciate that so uh they, and, and anyone else like if if there are certain things that you want to hear us talk about some things that you know you feel like don't really work let us know um hit us up send, send us a dm if if you know us personally send us a message a text whatever but you know at the end of the day we appreciate you guys we really yep. do Mm-hmm. So, um, if this is the first time you're listening to us, uh, what we like, you know, starting the show off with is a section called What You've Been Playing. And what we do is we talk about what we've been playing over the last week. So, um, we're going to change it up a little bit. This time, I want to start it off. So, Chris, actually, no, you want, why don't you go ahead and get that? <laughs> yeah, I was about to talk to the third person. I, I was, yeah, I was about to talk to the third person. No, go ahead. Go ahead and knock it out. Uh, Chris, what you been playing? Oh boy. All right. So stick, sticking with, you know, the spooky theme, the, you know, team Halloween, team mm-hmm. candy corn. You know, I, at the beginning of the month, I was talking about, uh, you know, scary games that I was going to play, horror games I was going to play. Um, I haven't played any of them yet until this week. So, uh, I still need to, um, do the stream for Until Dawn. The thing is, this last week and next week is going to be really jam-packed, so hopefully I can find a night to actually do that stream, because I really want to do it. But um, I was able to at least start on the list of games that I wanted to play this month, and one of those games was called Layers of Fear. Ooh, okay, what is that? So Layers of Fear, it is a... It's basically like a, like, it's like a, a walking simulator type of like, it's like a psychological horror game. It's single player. Uh, you could pick it up on PC, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, but I'm playing it on the Switch. When you pick it up on the Switch, it's like, uh, um, it's pretty much like the, the definitive edition. Uh, it's called Layers of Fear Legacy. Uh, they add uh, some DLC to it. It's uh, touchscreen. It has HD rumble support. Mm-hmm. I, I'm playing, um, so when I was playing, I played like, you know, in the comfort of my bed, lights off. As you do, right? Headphones on. Mm-hmm. And that, I feel like games like this, this is how you play these games. Like you're, you gotta make sure that you're, you're sort of like in a vulnerable state. I feel like that's the best way of playing these games. Because when I say I'm walking in saying, yo, this is just a video game, I, I'm just going to, you know, just walk through, just play this game. I honestly played this game for maybe about like 20 minutes before I was like, huh, well, you look at the time. I think it's time <laughs> for me to turn on the lights and wow. watch the Netflix. Wow. Okay. Huh. 
Yeah, so Layers of Fear, it's a game that, you know, you're taking control of like an artist who's, you know, he's returning home, he's returning to his studio, and his, like, the, his initial goal, what he wants to do, is he wants to, you know, come back home and finish, like, this masterpiece, like, his, his, you know, his, his work that he wants to finish. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of, it sort of has that, uh, um, like, if you've ever played PT, yes. which, like, Silent Hills, uh, like, their playable demo, it sort of has that type of thing where, like, you're, walking through the environment, you're looking for visual cues, and you're sort of like figuring, like solving puzzles in their environment. And that's like triggering things oh. to sort of move around in the environment. It's um, causing things to like, you know, causing doors to open and shut. Um, at, at some point, like you're walking through, you know, you walk through a door, you realize, all right, there's nothing really in this room. You walk back out. And you're like in a different hallway, in a different, completely separate section of the house. So it's that type of thing where like it's keeping you on edge. It's trying to, um, and like while you're walking around the house, like there's like a storm. So like you're hearing like the thunder rumble. Uh, you're hearing like the house settle. So if you really want the full effect of this game, definitely like, you know, like I said, play lights off, play with like a really good pair of headphones, or if you have a really bomb ass sound system, you know, you max that shit out. Like, let's like just you want to take everything in because that's that's pretty much the game. Like, it's so, a environmental puzzle. So there's no like it, it's like PT, especially in the sense that what you you don't um, you're not going to be in combat with anything or like a fatal frame even or even outlast. Like you're you're truly like the, so, the, the yeah. Mm-hmm. So so far you're not really being chased by anything. It's more okay. like the, the, like. It's more or less like the it's it's all in first person too. I didn't even say that. Like it's first person, so it sort of feels like it's you versus the house, I guess. Okay. Based like that, the like just the way that the environment you know shifts around and how certain like jump scares happen. That's that's basically like the the gameplay loop. It's like you, you figure out you know what to do in the environment. There may be like you know, a code that you need to find in a room, you find it and then you, you know, get out of the room. So it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, I feel like it's, it's, it's something where like, if if you want to look at it, like, you know, if it was like a horror movie, it's like, it's sort of like a, like a, like a jump scare, like a suspense type of thing. Okay. Okay. Though, I mean, that sounds compelling, honestly. Like, like I, I hadn't heard of this game. Um, so it's really cool. So did you get this on a sale, or how did you come to, to discover this? Yeah, all right. So I have a problem. Do you want to know what that problem is? I may I, know, but let me know. I have a problem where I will go on the eShop, and if a game is, like, dirt cheap, like, stupid cheap, like, the cost of, like, less than the cost of uh, a cup of coffee. Okay. Uh, less than a cup of pumpkin spice coffee. Oh, good. I'm like, you know what? That's not bad. Let me jump into it. Let me just buy it. So I, so especially with my Switch, since the majority of my games are digital, I racked up enough uh, coins in the eShop where, like, if a game's like a dollar, I'll just use my eShop coins just to, you know, buy the game just based off of the, you know, since it's, I, I, it's free at that point. Okay. So, yeah, like, I think it was like a week or two ago, me and you were like just talking about like games on the eShop. And I was like, hey, you know, this game's on sale. Like, how much is it? 
and you're like, oh, it's, you know, it's like, oh, wow, it's like $2. And I was like, see, I didn't know that because I already bought the game and it doesn't, t- it doesn't tell you the price after you bought it already. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, and Layers of Fear, I think it's been a game that's been on sale on and off a lot. So like if you, if it's on sale now and what I said sounds interesting to you, like, you know, pick it up. It's, it's really cheap. I do like I genuinely do want to pick this up um, because like it sounds really really cool I've always kind of wanted that PT like experience it sounds awesome that it's on switch mm-hmm. and the fact that like you know you said that it uses uh, HD rumble uh, is pretty neat I mean it's a pretty yeah. seems like an immersive experience and and like I'm not I feel like I'm not even playing it to its full potential because um, like I said I'm, since I'm playing it handheld right now yeah. uh, you it does give you the choice of like actually just using the joy cons and sort of like using that to sort of like let's say if you wanted to open a door you'll yeah. hold the trigger and i'm guessing you'd like uh like move the joy con in a certain way to sort of simulate yeah. you opening a door yeah, and like the joy con as, as much as people give it uh crap about like the joy con gr- uh drift and everything like the joy cons like the rumble feature is like top notch like it's really good yeah so um like just that feedback of like you opening a door with the joy con is pretty cool like i sort of felt that uh that sensation while I was in handheld mode. So like, I can only imagine uh, what it's like, you know, actually playing it with just the joy cons. Yeah. Um, and also too, this, this game has a sequel apparently. It, yeah. So I was looking at that before we started recording. Um, it has a sequel and that sequel actually came out this year. So mm. I may try, cause like this game actually originally came out uh, 2016 and then it came out 2018 for the switch. So I may, um, I may pick it, I may pick up the sequel if it's ever on sale. Uh, but like, like right now it's like 30 bucks. And with, with all these games that are coming out right now, I, yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's definitely like on the bottom of the list of things I'm going to buy. Did you get a chance to play the DLC that was attached to the Switch version? No, because like I said, I've only played this for maybe like about 20, 30 minutes, 20 minutes. <laughs> before I jumped back out of it. But fair fair I, enough. But I mean, the game is it's supposed to be pretty short. So um, I think the game is divided into like six chapters. So oh, okay. yeah, oh, so nice and short. Yeah, so um, I'll I'll potentially jump back into it at that time. Yeah, this is definitely on my radar now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I played that, and um, I jumped into another game this week. So, uh, I've, I've, I've recently been on like a, a health kick recently. Like I've gone back to the gym, you know, I've gone back to Planet Fitness. Like I'm trying to get back into shape because, you know, uh, the other day I, uh, you know, I went to Six Flags for Fright Fest. Nice. And waited about 35 minutes to get on a ride and couldn't get on the ride because the, uh, like the little latch, like it closed after being forced shut, but then they're like, nah, like this dude's too big. Like just, just, you can't ride this ride, get out. So stuff like that sort of like it crushes my psyche. Like I, mm-hmm. after like, you know, being back in the gym thinking like, all right, you know, I'm losing weight. I shouldn't have like this issue at Six Flags. After that happening, I'm like, yo, I really have to kick it into gear. I really have to, you know, I, I gotta start living right. You know, I wanna, I wanna live long. I wanna, you know, see this podcast. Get, you know, get lifted off the ground. I want to take this podcast places. I want to, I want to do things with my life. So I can't do that, you know, if I'm unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, cue in Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo's always been really good with um, creating products that will 
it sort of gamifies uh, working out. It, it makes it gamifies fitness. So when you think of like Nintendo Fitness, you think of like the balance board. You think balance board. You think of um, We Fit, like things that sort of look you know really cheesy. You're like, oh, look at that dude. He's 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 playing We Fit. He's doing yoga. But when you look at the like the success stories of people that have like done it every day. And people that, you know, stick to it. It's just like any other workout where with with consistency and with like the right, you know, diet. Like that's 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 the key. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I went ahead and picked up Ring Fit Adventure. Um, It released, I think, October 18th. So it just came out. And um, it's. It's actually pretty good. I have lots of questions about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is an interesting game. So Ring Fit Adventure, it's um and like I think we talked about it. We talked about it on the show. Maybe yeah, a we did. Ago when they um sort of uh, revealed like oh you know Nintendo has a new accessory coming out and they were really vague about this accessory, but it yeah. was for this game and um. It's interesting. So the game, it's $80, which I know for a lot of people that, you know, it's, yeah, it's up there, but like the, the, um, like the little ring that it comes with, it's actually, it doesn't, it doesn't feel cheap. Okay. I was about to say that thing looks cheap in all the videos. Like they're bending in all kinds of ways. And like, I don't know. It just looks something about it looks cheap. Yeah. So the, the ring con actually has like, it actually like gives you like resistance when you try to like squeeze it okay. all away. So mm-hmm. like when it comes down to like doing certain workouts and like you're, you're doing a lot of reps with it, so eventually like you will feel it. Uh, so the game comes with the ring con and it comes with a leg strap. So essentially you're putting uh, one of the Joy Cons into the ring con and then you're putting your other Joy Con onto the leg strap, and it's essentially like it's uh, you know using the gyroscope to sort of like see what you're doing in accordance to like what workout you're working in. Mm, okay. Okay. Huh? Yeah. That's uh, so would you say actually continue? I'm going to wait because okay. that might be something later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the game is sort of it's split up into different modes. You have the adventure mode and with the adventure mode, you're playing, you're basically, you know, I, I sort of wish that they stuck with like the Wii fit trainer, but like you're, you're, you're playing as someone you know else you're playing as like, I'm not even sure if the character has like me. You're playing as yourself, I guess, in this, and you're you're basically trying to save the world from a workout dragon, which is okay. <laughs> it's a Nintendo game. It's super silly. Like it's um it's like this giant like imagine uh what's the what's the, how to train your dragons? What's the uh, uh, dragon's name? Toothless. Imagine if Toothless. You know, got a, a fitness to, to, uh, LA Fitness. Uh, he got a, he got a, a membership to LA Fitness and like just got jacked. That's essentially the, the main villain of this game is Toothless. Okay. That's just like, he's like, when you, when you come up to him, he's like doing pushups and stuff. Like, it's that's, really funny. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> it really is. Like, he's jacked. And, um, he essentially like you, uh, he's, he was trapped in the ring con, but then when you, you know, and beginning the game, when you pick it up, you essentially let him free. And he's now like, you know, uh, I guess just, you know, wrecking havoc, uh, in the world. Like he's, he's summoning like these dark monsters that are just harassing people. So now you're going from like world to world trying to, you know, 
a chase after uh, uh, the monster, and you're essentially like learning skills mm-hmm. and trying to get up to a point where you can finally get him back, you know, trapped into the ring con. Right. Huh. So you know it has you know so yeah so it has a story. Um, you're you're pretty much going. Uh, I think it's about like a hundred levels over about twenty worlds. And sounds like a lot. They must be really short. Yeah. So what I've been doing is I've been playing. Um, I use this as like a morning like workout. So like I'll I'll get up really early. Um, you know a little bit earlier than what I'm used to waking up. And like I'll play this, and essentially a a you know when you go th- if you go from like the beginning of the world to the end, it should take you about like forty five minutes, give or take. Okay. Um, there's you know you have sections where like you're you know in the level you're you can either play one or two ways. You can either jog in place, or if you're in an environment where you can't really make a lot of noise. Or if like you have bad knees or something like that, you could then put it into silent mode, where essentially like you're you're doing like mini squats and you're doing that in its place. So at the end here, a couple questions. Like one of them being, can you? Um, does it tell you like, hey, you burned this many calories or whatever? Exactly. Yeah. So it's doing all that. It's tracking all that. It um it when you're setting it up, it's like all right, you know, uh, how old are you? Uh, how much do you weigh? Um, it's taking all of that into account of like what they know what the workout is. And when you're done with a workout, it'll ask you to put your thumb over the IR motion sensor on the controller mm. and it's taking your pulse. So that's how it's like sort of estimating ah. how many calories that you're burning. Okay. Okay. So it is like kind of an estimate. Okay, cool. So, and the other question I had was that like, so what is the detection like? Like, how does it know that you're actually jogging or actually going through all of the exercises that the game is having you go through? So, I mean, it's, uh, since it's doing all of it through like the gyroscope of the motion controllers. So like I said, you have one on your leg that's like, it's, you're essentially supposed to strap it like, like halfway up your thigh. Right. And then the other ones attached to the ring con. So it's all like motion sensor. Okay. So, so far it's been pretty accurate. Like, okay. uh, when you, when I'm moving the ring con, you can also see like the motion of like how you're holding it, uh, on the character. Okay. So like, let's say for example, you have like a workout where you're supposed to, um, hold the ring con over your head. And like, you're supposed to slowly like, uh, you're like in a squat and you're supposed to slowly Pull, put the ring con like in front of you. Hmm. So like you're, you're you're sort of doing that motion. Okay. Like the game sort of tracks that, and you see, you, you sort of see it translate onto the screen. Okay, so it and, doesn't sound and, like there's a real good way to game the system then, like like yeah, to yeah. cheat. Yeah, and and like when it comes down to like doing squats, uh, the game will do something where uh, when you're doing the workouts, it will it's it's tracking everything. So. Let's say you're doing a squat and you're like half doing the squat. You'll sort of see it on the screen at the same time. And your, your character will sort of just like, you know, he'll just be doing the workouts. But like if you're really, you know, getting into the squat, you really dip in deep, right. you'll see it on the screen. But then the character, like his hair will like catch on fire. So mm. it'll translate on the screen when you're actually doing the workout in its full effect. Okay. And the game will reward you on that. So, like, when you're doing squats and you're actually going, you know, you're dipping deeper, then, you know, you'll get you'll uh, you'll get more score. 
And in the adventure mode, they tie working out into an RPG battle. Yeah, tell me about that. Is yes. That turn-based, real-time, what's going yeah, on? So, yeah, so it's turn-based. So I'm far enough now where uh, there are, like, different colored monsters, and the color that the monster is that translate into which workout you should use to do the most damage against it. So like if it's like a um if it's like a red enemy, I believe uh that comes to like actually doing like workouts where you're squeezing the Rencon. So you're either squeezing it like in front of you or you're like holding it over your head and squeezing it or like doing different things where like you're doing that type of motion. If it's a blue uh monster, then you're doing things that really pertain to doing like squats and stuff like that. Okay. So when you do those workouts against those monsters, it's turn-based. Uh, you'll, you'll do the reps and like halfway through doing the reps, it's like, all right, you know, like when there's like maybe about five or seven reps left, it's like, all right, like speed up, try and do these quicker. So like it's, it's, it's like the first half of your set is yeah. going to be like, you know, really slow, really deliberate, trying to get you to get the form right. And then the last bit is like, all right, let's power through. Let's, you know, get through this workout. So it's, you know, it's, it's, I feel like it's like, um, there's a lot of like calisthenics. It's a lot of like, you know, if you've ever, uh, done like P90X or Insanity, right. it's yeah. a lot of workouts like that, but you're playing a video game. So it sort of distracts you. That's fascinating to me. Like, like to, with all any of these exercise type games is to like kind of distract you enough, like you were just saying to like, you know, do the actual work, you uh-huh. know, to, to improve yourself, but, but fool you in a way of thinking like, oh, I'm having fun with this video game. Like that's fascinating to me. Yeah. So and and that's and that's what I'm taking it as. Like it's it's for me it's a really good way of waking up in the morning now, where like you know I'm waking up, I'm doing like this workout, you know I'm getting a good sweat in, and like these workouts will make you sweat. So what they do is um they'll ask you you know what's your workout level? Like do you work out a lot? Um do you feel that you sort of want to like a harder challenge? Like, he'll ask you all of this. So, uh, with me somewhat already working out, not like super hard, but enough where like, you know, I could, I want to push myself. I sort of like said it where like, hey, I want like a moderate workout. So maybe about 10, 15 minutes into, you know, doing, uh, playing like a, like a, a, a level, like I'm already sweating. I'm already like feeling everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, my first session, like at the end of it, like it, since you're doing different workouts, you know, I was doing, you know, like the uh, stuff that was working my upper body. I was doing like, you know, all the squats. I was, mm-hmm. and like, I'm playing on silent mode. So since I'm, you know, playing this early in the morning, I'm doing like the, I'm doing the, the motion where I'm sort of like doing like mini squats to like move forward in the game. So by the end of it, when they started at, they started adding, um, like sort of like yoga stretches, not stretches, mm-hmm. but like yoga poses. And then also things that worked on my core, like by the time I had to fight the boss, I was like feeling it, and right. yeah, like it, it was. It really gave me a really good workout. See, that's that's what's awesome. Like that's that's what you want, right? Like mm-hmm. you you want to be able to feel that. It's cool that Nintendo is kind of uh, it has kind of found another way to kind of weave like put a Wii Fit esque title on on Switch. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, um. You know, it's this is something that I want to use as like, like I said, to sort of jumpstart my, you know, getting back into shape thing. And I, you know, like after doing this for a couple of days, like I, I feel good. 
Now, uh, when you complete the story, what do you do after that? Like to kind of keep going? Like, does the game motivate you oh. to do that? Or well, yeah. So I mean, just like Nintendo, uh, it will say, you know, hey, you know, you you've done all this. Do you want to take a break? I'm like, you know, depending on like the like. So the first day, I was like, no, like I'm tired. Like <laughs> this is where we stop today. But the second day, like after like knowing what I was getting myself into. Um, you know, you could, you could do different things. You can, um, play like mini games where, uh, like it has you like doing like different workouts with the, the rank on and stuff like that. You could do like a custom mode where you can sort of customize your workouts. Um, and then there's another thing called multitask mode where you can essentially take the rank on and sort of like, uh, let's say like you're watching TV. You can sort of like use the ring con and sort of like just do the motion of like squeezing it while you're watching TV. Ah, okay. Huh. Now that's fascinating. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, the, I mean, the game has like a, a nice amount of like different ways you could use the ring con. Like I'm sort of looking at a screen right now where like there's a couple of things that I haven't even done yet that look interesting. Like they have. They have uh, workouts that'll work on your arms, <clears throat> excuse me, your arms, your stomach, your legs, and they have yoga pose, uh, yoga stretches and yoga poses. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, hey, well, I was gonna try to think of a <laughs> a clever way to say, you know, use the Pokemon catchphrase, gotta catch them all, gotta stretch them all. I don't know. Nah, that ain't no. it. No, that, all right, <laughs> all right. Nice, I'm sorry. Nice, nice try, then. Nice try. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so yeah, it's definitely interesting. Um, I'll I, I'll give like a you know I'm gonna give another um another you know look at it next week. Tell you guys how my you know my ring fit adventure has been going, how my adventure has been till this point. So uh, I'll talk about it next week and give you guys an update. Excellent, sounds good. What else you been playing? Oh boy, here's the big one. So the past couple of weeks we've I've I've sort of been like you know tiptoeing around it and i'm back in full swing swing baby like destiny has its hooks back into me oh boy let me settle in so what's going on in destiny okay so i you know destiny 2 shadow keep i've uh i'm not sure did i talk about like the story last week about it uh yeah you did yeah you touched on it so yeah, so the story is, you know, what it is. It's, uh, it's still pretty short. They're still doing a thing where they're, like, every week the story is slowly, like, being unraveled. So, like, there are things in the tower that are, you know, moving around, things that are sort of changing in the tower. And, like, you've, you're physically seeing the world change, uh, you're seeing the world change week after week. Um, so I feel like that's the way Destiny's sort of going right now. Mm-hmm. They're, Throwing, you know, there's a bunch of like things that you could do to level up your character now so that you're not really, you don't feel like you're forced to play like every single thing every week. Okay. So, like, that's good. So, so, like, if you like PVE, there's a couple of PVE activities that'll, you know, help you gradually build up your light level. If you like PvP, of course, you could do all your PvP uh, things. Um, And then, of course, like, if you like doing like the rating. Uh, you know, you can not, you can knock out the raid every week. Um, and I feel like I haven't tackled like a raid in a really long time. And I'm, I feel like I'm not really being rushed to do that. 
Like, I feel like the pace that I'm, I'm getting my level and getting my, my, uh, loot to drop, like, I feel like I'm still, like, I'm still on that, I'm, I'm on the wheel that Destiny puts you on, but I, I feel like I'm not being forced to run on it. Like, it's something where, like, it's like a brisk pace. And that's all I've ever wanted from Destiny. That's it. Yeah, they, you know, Bungie, I think, I feel like they're, they're at a point now where, like, the, they're, you know, they're independent. They could do what they want to do at this point. And now, now, with that saying, there's still a couple of things that I'm not really too happy about, which is, uh, like the Eververse. The Eververse has always been, like, something that, you know, a lot of players have felt a certain way about. And I feel like this time around, it's, it's still pretty, it's still really bad. Um, there's a lot of, like, the whole thing with Eververse was that you could play Destiny, like, their thing was that you could play Destiny 2 and you can play enough where the Eververse won't really matter. Like, you can still, like, get the things from Eververse by just playing. But in Shadowkeep, there are certain things that are sort of tied directly behind the Eververse's paywall. Right. So, you know, if you have like a, um, if there's like an emote that you want, or if, uh, in this game, uh, in this update, they added finishing moves. So, uh, if there's like a finishing move that you want, they tied that behind the, um, Eververse. So you get a set, you like, you essentially have to, uh, either buy the, um, buy like the specific, specific, uh, finisher that you want. Or you can sort of leave it up to chance, and when you get like a uh, uh, the Eververse Ingram, you could potentially you might be able to get it from there. But mm. they changed it this time around, where like since you have like the season pass, uh, with the season pass you have like this pretty much ever flowing like every level you're gonna be getting something. Right. So as, instead of like how it was before, where every level you would get one of those Eververse Ingrams, now it's like, all right, you know, this specific level you're gonna get, you know, uh, legendary shards, or this level you might get a uh, armor piece or something like that. So I feel like they added to the the loot chase, but then at the same time they're really stretching it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean. <sighs> I mean, overall, do you find that to be appealing at this stage in Destiny's career? Not really. I still feel like my gripe is that, you know, one week they'll advertise a uh, they'll advertise like a like maybe like a uh, armor piece or a some sort of like cosmetic that looks like it's only tied behind the silver, which is their paid currency. But then, like, the very next week, you might see that same thing uh, being offered through Bright Dust, which mm. is, you know, the form of, like, the, you know, pay-to-play. Mm. Or no, no, play-to-pay. Mm. Yeah, so it's it still feels a little, it still feels a little dirty. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Eververse. And I don't think anyone right now is a fan of Ever- Eververse right now. Was anyone ever a fan of Eververse? Not really. Like it's, I I understood what they were going for, but now it just it, I don't know. It just it still feels it, it feels dirtier than what it was before. Yeah. 
Well, I guess they're tr- trying to look for just multiple avenues to sell you their content, considering that yeah, the first half of the game is free to play. Yeah, and and that's that's what I'm looking at it like. It's like you know, it's it's essentially free to play. So um, I'm at the point now where I'm sort of talking people into like at least downloading it so that I could have like a fire team to sort of do certain things. Because you're I on am, PC, right? Um, or you're on PlayStation. I'm on both. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You said that like it hurt. Yeah, because I was I my plan was to pick one and go with it. Okay. But with how cross save works, I essentially you know I could play on PlayStation, but then like I could go on Reddit and you know see if anybody needs help. Like if anybody needs help, or if if I want to put out like a request to like do a nightfall, do a raid, and. I'm finding it where, like, you know, a lot of people are, like, playing it on PC as well. So, and, like, it just, it runs so well on PC. Like, yeah. I'm I'm not, my PC, once again, I'm looking at your PC. I'm not talking shit about you. Um, it's not the greatest. Like, it's really outdated. But the game still runs better than it does on the PS4. Wow. It must be well optimized. It, yeah, it's, um. yeah, it's it's pretty smooth. So, are you? It sounds like you're spending most of your, or the, at least the majority of your time on PS4. Yeah, so I'm 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 splitting up. Like I played a good bit of it this weekend um, on PS4. Uh, this past week was the Iron Banner, or some people call it the Iron Banana, and uh, it's the Iron Banner this time around. Like I never really grinded it out, but they did a thing where like they added bounties that were obtainable like if you played enough matches if you got enough kills if you captured enough points it would give you like the top tier jump in ingrams so you have uh powerful ingram yeah regular ingrams that will give you things that are on your level you have powerful ingrams which will give you maybe like one or two higher than what you currently have and then you have pinnacle ingrams which you you know you're really chasing after to really push your light level up, and the Iron Banner like all of this all of their uh, bounties and a lot of the things that they were giving you was Pinnacle Ingrams. So that is new. I don't remember anything about Pinnacle Ingrams when I was playing that game. Yeah, it's it's somewhat new. It's something that they really pushed forward in uh and Forsaken. Um, they they're it was there, but they never really had specific ways of describing it. Okay. Like, the, like if you played the game enough, you would know, hey, if I did this activity, it would give me this type of Ingram that would only, you know, increase my light level this way. But then if I did the raid, then, of course, that stuff would, like, boost my power level. Why, so, are, they, why are they calling it the Iron Banana? Because that's all I'm going to call it now. That's, that's, just, that's just what people call it now. Is it because it, <laughs> it, it sucks or what? Uh... It, it's so iron iron banner iron banana it's um that's where the level matchmaking is on so that's where like normally in pvp your level doesn't really matter but in iron banner your level actually matters so like if you're high light going against someone that's you know low light you'll feel the difference like you know drastically like to the point where uh when i jumped in I was going against people that were like close to the max light right now, which is around 960. Um, I jumped in and I was like maybe like around 902, 906. I did my super, 
And a guy essentially ran up to me, shoulder charged me, and killed me. <laughs> Sounds like destiny. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. So, so like it's so yeah, Iron Banner, like it's like you're 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 super sweaty. Like it's it's all the tryhards that are in Iron Banner because oh, it's, good. it's it's part of their um like their ranked playlist. Yeah. So you have all of like the people that like get super sweaty playing uh PvP. You you you're going against those people. Mm. But I mean, all in all, you know, I had a good time uh this week, Iron Banner. I I was able to go through most of the bounties. Um I was able to get like the complete armor set. I was able to get a couple of weapons and you know some good rolls on the weapons. And they gave me a bunch of Iron Banner uh, uh, medals. So, like, you know, you're able to redeem those medals uh, at uh, where Saladin is. And you're, you know, I think you, you give him, like, 20 medals to get a piece of gear. And they essentially, like, were boost, it was boosting my uh, my level every time I would turn things in. Oh, shit. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's not so bad. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that seems like, is that, a, is that a good place? It can, it can be better. Right now, but you know, I I sort of like where Destiny's at right now. Good, that's good. You want to be at a place like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and I know Bungie is probably like breathing a sigh of relief, <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn it. But I mean, and and also like just quick side note, it did get me to re-download Destiny One. What? What? It- yeah, because like I, I I got really I got hit with like the nostalgia of Destiny recently. So I was like, you know what, for the hell of it, let me let me re-download it and boot it up and see what's going on in the world of Destiny One. You've gone, you've gone too far. I've gone off the edge, my friend. And um, damn, like it just like I jumped in. I did uh, I did like one of the daily uh, story missions, which you know there are it, people it, still in there. It's, yeah, there's still people still playing. So I did that, you know, played like a classic mission. I was like, man, I like the music, the soundtrack of Destiny 1 is just amazing. It is pretty good. Um, so after I did that, I jumped to the tower. People were still in the tower. Um, I did a strike, which, um, I think I got loaded into a strike where people were, I think, were leaving. So I sort of like started the strike by myself and no one joined at that point. The whole time? Yeah, the whole time. And I, I did the, um, you remember the first strike in the game where you're going to get Sectips Prime? Yeah, I do. Uh, there's, they remixed that strike with a later DLC where you're fighting like a remade Sectips Prime. Oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so I did that, I did that strike and I soloed it. And it's just, I don't miss the boss, how they handle bosses in Destiny 1. Bosses were super bullet spongy. Like it took yeah. me way longer than I need to do, uh, needed. But you know, all in all, like I, I don't know, like I had fun. Like I think the plan is right now is to try and get a couple people to re-download it so I could, uh, so we could play the raids again. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's honestly the main reason why I wanted to re-download it was to uh, do like the Vault of Glass again and to um, Sort of just run through the raids. Of yeah, that ki- that does kind of suck. I was just thinking about that the other day because there's a um I, I work with someone who is getting into Destiny for the very first time through New Light and um and the, I we were talking about yeah, like raids and everything and I was like I, I said something about Vault of Glass and he was like oh what's that and I was like oh man oh man you don't even know what the Vault of Glass is um 
and it's it's sad that like you can't have those experiences like on Destiny 2. Like there's no way for you to access those with the newer platform. And I, and I get why, but yeah, yeah it, it is sad because that's my favorite raid. Yeah, and it's something where like a part of me really wants to talk someone like fresh into Destiny. I want to talk them into like buying like the complete edition for Destiny 1 and sort of like walking them through like all the old school content. And then getting them into Destiny 2. But I feel like that's, that's a whole like time investment. Like that's. Yeah, it is. I, I can, oh, I can only really see me doing that with someone if one, I could get, you know, at least like one other person so we could do strikes together, do like the three man content together. And then eventually like being able to do, like it'll be easier to find people to do the raid with at that point. Cause all I have to do is just go to Reddit, say, Hey, you know, I just want to do classic Vault of Glass and get through people. People actually, like, jump on uh, wow. threads on Reddit. It's like, yo, I still have a download. Let's go, uh, you know, what's your name? I'll, I'll add you. So, wow. but that's that's something, like, I'll probably do next year when there's, like, nothing to play at that point. Man, I, the way that this is looking, like, this whole next year is looking, I don't know. We're going to be wall-to-wall with games. Mm. But... I, I, I feel like right before the new systems come out, we're going to have, like, that downtime. Oh, you're talking about, like, way later in the year. Yeah, okay. yeah, sure. way later. Sure, okay. But yeah, man, that's what I've been playing. I've been, like, just living a life in Destiny. Me, yeah. me, and, my, me and my Titan, just yeah. punch, just punching things in the face. And that, yeah. And that's, that's, like, that's the last thing I want to say about Destiny 2, is that I'm really enjoying the fact that I can really customize my builds now. So I made a build where essentially, like, I'm playing... Um, I'm playing Striker Titan, bottom tree, and there's a perk where whenever I get a melee kill, I'll get my health back. Like, it'll start the uh, the health regen. And then I have a exotic headpiece that, um, like, boosts that. But then I'm also, like, changing, like, some of the mods on my armor so that um, I'm doing more damage whenever I'm doing that. And yeah. then, like, I'm just getting things to sort of stack up right now. To the point where, no, no, yeah, no, I'm using an exotic piece that every time I get a melee kill, it increases the damage of my melee. So essentially I'm running into like, like low tier enemies, killing them in like one hit, and then eventually having that chain stack up to like the uh, elites, so like the gold bar enemies, and I'm killing them one hit. Jesus. But like, it's something where I have to be really quick about it because there's a timer on that buff. So, like, I have, like, a couple seconds before the buff runs out, so I'd have to, like, specifically lure the elite enemy into a pool of, like, lower-tier enemies, kill the lower-tier enemies, and while I have that buff, just turn around, punch the the gold-tier enemy in the face, and just kill him. Yeah. Well, that's destiny for you, I guess. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm liking it. So, Rod, man, what you been playing? Oh, man. So, I want to preface everything I'm about to say with, I have looked, th- this is one of the most um, anticipated what you've been playing segments for me personally. Um, like, just it, of all 30-odd episodes we've been doing. Um, I, okay, so this game I've been playing, uh, it's called Outer Wilds, not to be confused with Outer Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> which is which, releasing this week. Which is super um, confusing because 
they re- they released Outer Wilds, right? Right. They released Outer Wilds on PS4. So if you search Outer Wilds, you're getting all of like the new stuff that's yes. being released on PS4 right now. So it's sort of confusing a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Technically, this game has been out for like since May, so it's been out for like five months or so. Um, but as you just mentioned, it's it just came out for PlayStation 4 like last week. Um, so yeah, you Google it, you're gonna get a bunch of Outer Wilds and Outer Worlds and you know all this other stuff. I get confused myself, but. Um, so this is a $25 game. It's an indie title, indie adventure, space adventure title uh, by Mobius, published by Annapurna. I had heard so much. In fact, I'm on record on this show, I'm pretty sure, of saying, like, hey, that game looks cool, because I think you may have mentioned it, like, on the show, mm-hmm. um, in, one, in one of your What You've Been Playing segments. And I was like, oh, yeah, that that really sounds cool. And I think I saw like maybe a couple minutes of footage or something, nothing big. I just knew that it was like, hey, you go to space. You're just exploring space. That in itself hooked me. Okay. Um, I'm going to say right now that I think that I'm playing one of the best games of the year right wow. now. Yeah. Like I'm definitely going on record of saying that. Like this is, this is easily. Um, one of my favorite video games that has released in the year of our Lord 2019. Um, <laughs> it, it is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I, and I say that and I do not say that lightly. I do not just throw and that. You, and you don't throw that around like at all. So yeah. I just want to go ahead and say on the record that he's being super serious about this right now. <laughs> yeah. Like when, when, when you saying that, I'm like, Damn, I bought this game like a couple months ago and only played it once. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing with my life? It it hurt me a little bit, Chris. I'm not gonna lie, it hurt me. But but you know, it, it is unique. So this game is and I'm gonna try to do this in two segments. So I'm gonna try to explain some of this in my kind of overall non-spoilery thoughts, but it is literally impossible for me to be able to encapsulate everything I have to say about this game without at least giving away the basic premise. I'm not going to go into deep spoilers like throughout my entire impressions here, um, but I do have to give away the the basic premise. Um, but I'm not going to do that right now. I'm going to just talk about the oh my overall kind of feelings about this game um so again i did not know what kind of game this was at first um i played it for my very first session i played it for about maybe an hour and i said verbatim i said what kind of game is this and maybe like three times in that hour because i didn't know i wasn't really aware of what i was playing um you start the game uh, kind of waking up and uh, on like at this campsite and you quickly find out that you're not like a human being you're you're you know what we would perceive to be like an alien like another species um another race of, of sorts and and you you know you talk to this guy who's by the campfire and he's like hey like you're launching today kind of indicates that hey you're about to go to space basically and you can uh, you can't go to your ship quite yet because you don't have the launch codes. So you kind of go and explore the town a little bit. And the thing that I find so brilliant about this game, this is something I can absolutely say without spoiling anything at all, is that this game does such an amazing job of world building. It does such an amazing job of telling you what this world is about without 
shoving it in your face or down your throat in any way. Um, I've never really played a game other than, and I, I feel like this is such a cliche. I've, I've said this so many times and it, it gets said often, but it really reminds me of Dark Souls in a lot of ways. Like in a sense mm. of, of like, you don't get much of the narrative or much of the, well, you, you do, but it's given to you through like, it, it, Outer Things Wilds, world, I think, yeah, yeah, like Outer Outer, Outer Wilds is more direct than Dark Souls. Like Dark Souls is gonna be like they're, they're gonna take the scenic route <laughs> to give you a lot of like character work and, and and narrative. Outer Wilds does give it to you, but like kind of you're already in the world. You're you're it's living, breathing. You just kind of exist in this moment. Like mm-hmm. the game, you turn off the game and it feels like the world is still like kind of going. Um, and, and, and that's, it's, it's a really difficult feeling to try to articulate, but that's kind of what it made me feel like, because when you're exploring this, your home planet, you're seeing like the museum, they have a museum set up and you're a part of, uh, of this company called like the, the outer wilds venture. I mean, I don't think they're like legitimately a company, but like, they're just a band of explorers of your race who go out to Basically NASA. Yeah, I mean basically, yeah. I mean they're basically NASA. Um, honestly, they treat it like camping. Like it's like this game is like space camping, honestly. Um, and uh, because everything is very like rustic, everything is very kind of just you know slapdash put together. Um, like your ship is like literally bound together by like strings and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's charming. I mean, obviously you have like electrical, uh, you know, uh, technology, but like, you know, it, a lot of it is very kind of like rudimentary. So, um, you know, you're kind of the, f- you're, you're among like, you know, the fifth or sixth of your kind to like kind of go out and explore like the, your universe. And so as you're exploring the town, they're like, you run across a museum that tells you literally all the planets that you're about to encounter and kind of like their quirks alongside them. And that sounds like, and it's all like clearly a tutorial, but the way that's given to you is so damn cool. And it, it pulled me in instantly because it's not, it's unlike, anything i've experienced so it's not like a, a, a you know a tutorial screen that pops up and says like oh this is whatever planet and you do this here press x to you know close out or whatever like no it's it's all set up in this really neat way and it teaches you concepts there's a there's a segment where if you explore and you don't have to do any of this that's the thing as you're walking through the town you kind of uh, see signs that go to like the zero g cave and i'm like I'm definitely going to the zero G cave. Like the, the instructions were for me, were for me to go to the observatory to go get the launch codes, but I'm seeing a fork in the road, zero G cave and observatory. I'm going to the zero G cave. Let's see what that's about. So it rewards your exploration because you get to see like a suit that's just right there and it says press square to put on your suit. And I'm like, okay, cool. And you kind of run through. And the game doesn't explicitly tell you, like, oh, yeah, this is literally, like, this is how you kind of do things. It kind of gives you prompts on the screen as the, hey, here's how you use your jetpacks, or here's how you roll in space or whatever. But the Zero-G Cave is literally there to get you acclimated to when you're actually in the elements of space or another planet or whatever. And you actually can go repair, like, a a satellite that somebody, like, in the cave actually asked you to, to do. It's so fucking 
cool. Um, and it, it, it again, it brought me in instantly. Um, so that's something I definitely wanted to kind of um, like bring up. Like that, I, I really, really enjoyed about this game. It's just like the opening, like. I spent like 45 minutes or so just like screwing around in this village and talking to everybody. Um, you know, you, you do get to understand like all the gadgets that you get to use. Um, you have like a scout launcher, which like lights up areas and it actually takes pictures of things as well. Um, so, and you have like a, um, I forgot what it's called, but it, it's like a, it's a, it's like a stick that lets you, uh, take audio waves, like it d- detect audio waves from, from, people and it's that's very helpful to you because you try to find like other adventurers other explorers on different planets and the way that you do that is that you can actually use that that um method that this this gadget to locate them because they're always playing their instruments instruments are very important to like these these people um and so they're always playing them and that's how you can find them on these planets and it's just brilliant stuff like that. Like, I love the way that information was doled out to me. So fast forward, you get the launch codes, you go launch in your rocket. And it, this game is honestly like a mix of, um, I saw this in a review and it is 110% spot on. It is No Man's Sky combined with Gone Home, um, combined with the Zelda game I can't talk about because that will actually spoil the purpose. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, it it's so it's so awesome you you launch and you exit the atmosphere and you're in space seamlessly you're in yeah, space no no load screens or anything nothing not a single load screen to be had um you do have to manage like your uh you know whether you're going kind of coming in too fast on a planet because the very first time that I launched I comically died uh <laughs> trying to land my ship because I was going far too fast uh and 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 killed myself on the planet um yeah because the game has like it's um like the the, each planet has like a gravitational pull Mm. that like you have to take into account and then like it's like actual space so like you said you can sort of overshoot and you can sort of screw yourself that way yes absolutely yes um i have tried to land myself there's a there's a planet that is uh orbiting very close to the sun and mm-hmm. the sun has a very strong gravitational pull and i've overshot like several times uh trying to land on this planet and i've i've just gone right into the sun right into the sun um but it's it's a little frustrating when that happens but it's like rewarding too because you 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 understand more about the game yeah. um so this is kind of where I need to put a line in the sand a little bit. I need to say this – I have to give away the premise of this game uh, because I need to be able to talk about it just a little mo- bit more in depth. Again, I'm not going to spoil the really great bits of this game, um, but I do have to talk about the premise. So if you want to skip ahead, we'll have um, information about that in the show notes, likely. So, okay. So the premise of this game – is that you are in a time loop. And I did not know that I was in a time loop, obviously. When I died, my, my very, again, my very first death was crashing comically on that, that planet because I was going way too fast. And as soon as I died, uh, like you see this little, like, 
this little, uh, I guess this, the statue thing. And it kind of like zooms in and then you see everything that you've done already in that mm-hmm. run. And I was like, uh, okay. Like, did I do something weird? And then you wake up in the same spot that you started the game in. And I was like, huh, okay. Did the game reset? But then I see the launch codes. I already have them. And I'm like, all right. I talked to the guy that's at the campfire and he's like, Hey, um, yeah, you should go get the launch codes or something. And then I'm like, Hey, I already have them. And he's like, how, how do you already have them? And I think one of the options is like, Hey, did I die or something? So, <laughs> so I was like, Oh, that's. And, and I, and I want to say this is about as, as far as I got when I originally played. Okay. So like I got the gist of like, Oh, cool. Like they explain your death and like starting over this way by like being able to like, you remember everything that's happening, but the world just sort of resets each time. Yes, exactly. Okay, so there are, and that's the thing, is that I cannot, I'm not going to spoil, but there's more to it than that. Yes, that is the actual, so that's like the basic, the most basic premise that I can give is that like, and that's what you experience, is that the world is resetting, you are seemingly the only person who realizes that that's happening. Um, and you discover whether or not that's true uh, eventually and it's it th- this game and so the the whole point of the game becomes how do we get out of this time so so not only are you stuck in a time loop the the thing is that the sun is set to explode in 22 real time minutes and that happens every every 22 minutes it happens you cannot avoid it um or at least not without like finding out how to avoid it because i'm assuming i'm not complete i'm not done with the game yet but i'm about i think i'm about three fourths maybe a little over uh with the game uh done with this game at this point and there is a i think there's a way to stop that from happening and i think that's the game so the the whole premise of the I, of the game is that you're discovering um this ancient race of 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 people who existed in in the solar system prior to your race of people uh like long ago and they've left notes that you find throughout like your journey through these planets and you just and you discover them and and they give you hints on like not only what to do to like kind of figure out your way through the planets but what might be happening here so it's this game honestly is the storytelling is phenomenal, uh, again. Um, and, and I love the puzzles. This is a non-violent game. You don't get guns. You don't get, like, you know, nothing, sh- you're shooting at you. You're not shooting at anything. You're not killing anything at any point in this game, which I also find to be a, a completely, uh, fascinating choice. Um, and, and one that I pre- appreciate, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, like, that's not something we see very often. That's truly, truly uh special and like this game is the, the the idea of this game is that it is it's about exploration and it is about the fear the fear and beauty of the unknown i don't get freaked out or scared very easily um this game freaked me out on a couple of occasions on more than a couple of occasions um because i did not know 
what was going to happen next. Let me give you just a quick example of that. There's a planet on here called Giants Deep. Now, just the name of that planet alone is enough to just, I'm just like, I, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I want, I, I want to go, but I'm terrified. Um, and it is completely shrouded in clouds. You cannot see what's beyond the surface. The other planets, you can kind of see like what's going on there. Giants Deep, no, you can't see what's happening. Um, is that is that the one where there's like a storm going on? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I flew into this planet because I was like, I just want to see. I'm curious. It's like the first planet I want to see. I'm curious about. It's the one that you see when you wake up every loop. Mm-hmm. And it's the one I wanted. I was most curious about, especially reading about it in the museum. So I was like, I'm going there for sure. And I went there. And as soon as I passed through the clouds and I saw like storms and shit, there was just like. I was like, oh my god, this is just like all water. And I, there's something about open water that like freaks me out sometimes. Like about, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just like open water, it dark gray. You can't see anything beneath it. It's like, I don't know what's gonna happen on it here. And it was funny because like I accidentally flew into one of the, um, I accidentally flew into one of the tornadoes that it, uh, is occurring on this planet. And there are not many landmasses around. And it's almost more freaky that there's a few landmasses instead of like just none at all. But like I flew into the tornado and it took me all the way down to the depths of the sea. Yeah. Like a a lot of things about this game is that like it, it, there's a, uh, there's like mechanics to a lot of things. So like a lot of things have like different weight. I feel like different planets have different. Uh, gra- uh, gravitational pulls, so like you, like j- it'll feel different on on different planets. Yes, each planet has a gimmick, basically. Yeah. Like they, they they have gimmicks that you have to figure out, and you don't really know them until the until you go kind of exploring. That's that's the game, and then it doesn't say. Now you get a ship's log, and it tells you kind of like it gives you a tree of hey, maybe you should check this out. Like, it kind of nudges you in a direction. Mm -hmm. But honestly, you can attack any of the planets in any order. And you finding out how to stop the loop is the game. And you can do that through literally any method. That's the thing, is that you and I can have vastly different experiences with playing this game. See, that that, that sort of makes me want to boot the game back up and start playing it again, just to see if I... The way I figure things out, I, I already know this is going to happen. I feel like the way I play this game is going to be completely different from how you play the game. And just yeah. having that com- just having that conversation of like hearing how you did things is going to differ from how like I do things. So yeah. I'm I'm actually real excited about that. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to do that. Yeah, it's 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 completely enthralling. I've ne- I've just I've not played a game like this is one of those games that makes me think. This is why I play video games. Like, the, you know, earlier in the year we played some real stinkers. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and I and I've played some and I've played some good stuff since then. But a lot of stuff that I've played this year has been like it's been a decent year. I, I would say it's been an okay. It's been a good year for for games. Like it's mm-hmm. been it's been fine. Um, I've enjoyed myself, but like. I haven't had like my Odyssey moment yet. I don't think. Like I really loved Judgment, and I and I, you know, Sekiro was was really good as well. But those were kind of like known quantities. Like I, I kind of knew what I was getting with those games. Um, 
this kind of provided me with a different like this was like completely not on my radar. I wasn't expecting this. Um it, it it it's it really is one of a kind. Like I I can't like this a game like this is why I play video games. I play them to 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 have that feeling of um, excitement and discovery. Um, it, it, to, the feeling of not knowing what is around the corner is insane. And this game did that for me. It recreated that feeling. Um, and it gives you just enough. Like it can seem like a pretty obtuse game if you let it, but really it's not. Like if you, if you really just follow kind of like the, the text logs and, and, you know, you figure the puzzles out, which haven't been too, too hard at this point for me to do. Um, you know, and I'm not some puzzle genius either. So like, you know, if I can do it, you can probably do it. Um, like it's, it's really cool. I did, I was curious because I looked at, um, I did something in this game. <laughs> I did something in this game where I wasn't sure, like, if I should be doing it at that point. Yeah. And so I, I looked at a guy to say, like, hey, am I, like, am I doing this in the wrong order? That's when I discovered, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, mm. the first thing, like, it doesn't matter at all. Like, what, order because i discovered something i wasn't technically like if i'm trying to play the game the quote-unquote right way or 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 if i'm trying to figure out how to break the loop instead of just like just exploring what the game has to offer like i i could have like my brain my gaming brain like automatically thought like oh i'm doing i've jumped ahead but in reality i haven't i just kind of discovered something and i'm taking that knowledge that I, I found and I'm bringing it back with me. That's the whole point of the loop. That's like, and I don't mean to get on a whole soapbox. I know I've been talking for a, a while about this, but like, like the, the, the beauty of the game is that you lose everything. You lose your progress. Like, or yeah, I mean, you, you, like everything that you've done in the loop resets. And while that might sound frustrating on its surface, you bring the knowledge back from each loop. So the next time that you attempt it, you actually complete it. Like that's it's essentially Groundhog's Day. Yeah. I mean, it is. It kind of is. It honestly is. That is the thing that I thought about on like my fourth or fifth loop. I was like, this is like Groundhog's Day without the montage or, or mm-hmm. any of these, these time loop movies where they usually have like a montage of like the person messing up. You know, like 10 times before they finally get it right, but it's usually cut within like the whole thing is like done in a, in a minute or something. So you yeah. don't see like the grisly like details of them going through each and every single thing, everything, that's, every single run, run, because that's because you're living it. Exactly. Exactly. So that is it, to me, that's brilliant. It's completely brilliant and it manages to not be annoying because 22 minutes turns out. Not that long, honestly. Like, not that long in the grand scheme of things, especially when you're trying to discover, like, new ways of doing things. I've done almost everything on most planets at this point that I can do, and I've looped, like, a lot of times, but but it's exciting every time because I'm, I know I'm going to access something new. I know it. <sighs> Damn, I, I, I got to go back to this game now. You, really you do. honestly, you should. I, I think you should. I would love, absolutely 
love because there are so many experiences that I would love to tell you about that I can't I can't because I they're too they're too spoilery. So like I can't even talk about the really awesome bits of this game with without like, you know, we would that have to be a spoiler cast or something. Like, you know, um there there is uh the running story with the um, the Nomai, the, the, the race of the moon, the Nomai are the race of people that existed before you. Um, they have a super compelling story. And I figured out so much stuff about that, like so many, um, intriguing aspects about them, so many tragic things about the, the, the race of people that, like, it was, it was insane. Absolutely insane. So anyway, I've talked way too long, but I, I love, I love this game. I love this video game. It's really great. If you're still listening at this point, like, <laughs> like check this game out. It's, I said this at the beginning, it's 25 bucks. Like it's not a hard bargain. Like it's, it's a steal. I feel like I'm stealing from the developers, like for 25 bucks. Like this game is, I would have paid 60 bucks for this and been completely happy. Honestly. Wow. Yeah. Like this is, this is a steal. Everyone should, it should play this game. I was gonna say I I I picked this up when it was on sale for like fifteen bucks, so yeah, I really got a good deal on it. Yeah, yeah, you it's that's a steal. So you, you want to know what's a real steal though? What's that? That's that is also on Game Pass. So if you're on Xbox yeah. One, definitely just try out the game, download it. Yeah, try it out. You literally lose nothing but hard drive space, but even then you won't because it's a great game and you're not gonna want to delete it. So, um, that's what I've been playing, man. I hope that I conveyed. My thoughts about this. I, this, this was the game that like, I, I genuinely, no bullshit, dude. Like I literally thought about this, like how I was going to talk about this game. And I don't know if I did a really good job of it, but I, I really hope that I was able to convey, um, my, my thoughts and feelings about this game. Maybe I'll return to it next week if I feel like I really didn't do a good job, but yeah. Um, I, I love this game. It's great. Nice. It's great. Yeah, so I mean, I feel like uh I feel like this would be a good point to wrap up the episode because this week has been it's I I really I feel like it's it's been a slow week news-wise where nothing really big has happened. Um uh I I don't think anything really transpired on on like the whole blizzard half over this yeah. past week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they released BlizzCon to the schedule, but who knows what that's gonna be like? You know, that it might be a couple of shows until we see or we can report on what's going on there. Yeah, and then you know, right now a lot of uh, you know Games Press they're really they they're tight lipped right now because they're in the thick of uh, playing a lot of like these heavy hitters that are coming out. Yeah, <laughs> Death Stranding. <laughs> so. Um, I feel like that's as partially reason why you know the the news has been pretty slow, and then like just I don't know. I, I feel like everyone's preoccupied with either watching stuff uh, or or playing stuff right now. So yeah. it's a it's a it's a good time. You you really you know, and I feel like you know, it's a it's a good time because you have different services like Games Pass. You have stuff like Apple Music, uh, not Apple Music, Apple Arcade. Um, there there are ways to to play video games, especially games that you haven't played before. So, um, just like you say every week, just go out and play some games, right? 
Exactly. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> so with that, that's episode 35. We're going to roll out the red carpet on ourselves. I, I always wondered, would that hurt? I feel like it would hurt. Yeah, maybe. Potentially. Yep. Depends on the carpet. Yep. But, uh, Rod, what you got for us? Play some more games. Play Outer Wilds, in fact. Play play that game. We need some candy corn while you're at it. <laughs> I can't wait to... I, listen, if you made it this far into the episode, please, like, in the comments... Uh, shoot me a message. Are you team candy corn or not? I honestly want to know about this. I want to know what people, how people feel about it. But um, yeah, you know, it's 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 a, you know it's been a good week. It's been pretty cool. Um, I do want to end like, and I feel like the end in a positive note. But you know what? Us talking about you know that my whole like spiel that I used to do at the end of the shows. Listen, at the end of the day. Just be a good person. I feel like that's the best. That's one of the best things you could do. Is, Absolutely. Uh, you know, don't be petty. I mean, you can be petty a little bit, but you know, to the point of uh, something that's actually happened to me this past week. You know, some people like they hold grudges for literally nothing nowadays. And I don't know about you, but for me that's i don't know that's that's wasted energy like that's i could be using that energy on something else that's more productive it's a waste of time i i, I don't know if it's because i i've matured enough in my life where i don't i just don't i i don't want to like hold grudges against people like i especially if it's if it's over something small or something that doesn't really mean anything just live your life people like you know, focus on becoming the be- like the best you that you could become. Yeah. And you can't... I mean, you, you can only control things that you do, not what other people do. So, That's right. uh, take take with that, guys. Um, have a great week. Play video games. Drink some more water. And bundle up, guys. It's actually getting cold. Get yourself a hoodie. Get yourself a nice jacket. With that, we're going to catch you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>